Yo, it's the Real Talk, Real Walk family. Oh, yeah. And we are back with another episode. Yes. Another episode full of semantics again. Mm-hmm. Another episode full of capitalistic parapoison. Wow. <laughs> Another episode full of scripture. <laughs> oh yes. Another episode full of revelation. Amen. Another episode to disturb your Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. What? 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 Another episode to disturb the airways. <laughs> Come on. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I hope you're relaxed. I hope you're enjoying yourself. This is going to be a nice and interesting one where we're going to delve deep into the Word of God. Back with myself, Gabs. Myself, Mr. Game Changer. And your girl, Ore. And we are the Real Talk, Real Walk family. Right, so today we're going to be speaking about judgment. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We rock you heavy. Um, thanks for sticking with us all this time. We're going to be talking today about judgment, obviously, on our, one of our previous episodes, on episode 43, um, where we spoke about Christians and anger, and I mentioned about talking about judgment, because, you know, sometimes I believe um, we as Christians, we do tend to throw out the term, don't judge me, don't judge me, only God can judge, and so forth. Um, so I just really wanted to, to discuss the judgment um, versus condemnation and what the difference is between the two and whether we as Christians should be judging each other. And if we should be judging each other, who should we be judging? Should we be judging those in the world or should we be judging those in the church? Or should we not judge anyone at all mm. because we're not worthy to judge somebody else? Mm. Um, so, yeah, guys, so over over to you. Start anywhere. There's no specific question today. Where Where do we both stand with judgment? Ore can begin on this one. Yeah, yeah, let, let Ore begin with this one. Okay, so when it comes to judgment, I think that we are within our rights to, I don't know, judge, call out our fellow Christian brothers and sisters. Um, but I don't think that we should be judging non-Christians by the standards that we as Christians apply. And I also don't think that you should be, I feel like when it comes to calling out your brothers and sisters who are Christians, you should be very careful about whether or not you have a relationship with that person. Because I do not expect somebody I don't know to slide into my DMs and be like, do you really think that was, an, that was appropriate? I actually think it's really offensive. And it reminds me of, like, growing up in youth and certain people, you, you like, you might tweet something or um, post a picture. And remember, everyone's also at different stages in their walks with Christ. And certain people would just DM, like, somebody that you see every Sunday but you've never spoken to and be like, I think you should take this picture down. I don't really think it reflects Christ. Like, I think that's just petty and I don't think that's necessary. So, yes, judge, call out your fellow brothers and sisters. Do it with love and ask yourself if you have a relationship with that person and whether or not that oh. person would appreciate you coming to them like that. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, Aria, what is judgment? But I'm also going to throw in another question just to show that I am listening. Uh, are you therefore saying judgment to you is calling out another individual yeah and well yeah pretty much whether that's good or bad um I would say judgment is really testing people's characters and whether or not they reflect Christ and if they're not then being like oh why did you do that do you think it reflects Christ what was your thought process like, like open up a dialogue and have a conversation about why 
why why you think what they did was wrong, basically, is what I'm saying. That's what mm-hmm. I would say judgment is. I think it's got to be, I think it should be righteous and coming from a place of understanding that we all fall short, we all sin and definitely coming from a place of love and just calling each other out just to be better because that's what we want to be as opposed to just like, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I completely agree with that. And I think it's interesting when when I do hear Christians saying things like, oh, only God can judge me or who are you to judge and, and things like that. I, I do find that interesting because I definitely believe that we as Christians, we we should be judging each other and ensuring that we are living to the standard of Christ and we mm-hmm. are living to the standard that Christ requires us to live at. Mm-hmm. And I think one great way to do that is by judging each other and, and obviously looking at each other's actions, our behaviours, our lifestyles. Um, the things we speak of or speak about just to ensure that it does match up to Christ. And I think for us to be able to do that, for us to be able to keep each other accountable and hold each other to that standard, I think it probably is important to 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 judge one another and, and call people out. So I always think it's interesting when people say, oh, don't judge me. Oh, you sin as well, so don't judge me. And I think one, one scripture I mentioned, obviously I mentioned it to you before, that I think is probably... One of the big one that, that kind of hones on this for me is First Corinthians 5.12 and I read NIV. And it says, what business is it of mine to judge those outside of the church? Are you not to judge those inside? And then it goes on to read 13. It says, God will judge those outside, expel the wicked person from among you. And I think it just shows that we, we, we should be judging fellow believers. We should be judging other Christians because we are the ones that know better. And I don't think we should be judging those outside of the church because those of as the scripture says those are the ones that god will be judging mm-hmm. and i think obviously focusing on on believers i definitely think it's it's very very important that we we do we do look at each other's behaviors and ensure that we are keeping each other up to that standard mm-hmm. but then saying that though on the flip end because you know one likes to remain understanding and look at both sides of the party there's definitely several scriptures that obviously suggest that we shouldn't judge because I know somebody's going to listen to this and think, nah, Gabs and Ari, you two are wrong because the Bible says in Matthew 7, 1, do not judge or you two will be judged. And and I can, and we can obviously mention several other scriptures that, that might insinuate that we shouldn't judge. But then another question might be, when the Bible speaks of judge, is, he ref- is, the, is the word referring to condemnation? And, so it, it kind of does raise the, the question, it does raise the debate. I feel like that's when it comes down to, I think when we as Christians are judging each other or holding each other accountable, that's why I think the relationship element is really important. Because if you, for example, you take the scripture where, um, I don't know if it's Mary Magdalene, but they uh, they were going to stone the, the prostitute woman. And then that's when Jesus was like, if if whoever's without sin, let he cast the first stone. And everyone looked because they knew that they... they um, they went without seeing. I think in that situation, obviously, none of these people, well, I don't know, but we don't have as much context. We don't have any more context to the scripture and to those individuals' relationship with that particular woman that was going to be stoned. But I can, I'm making an assumption here, which I think is a fair one. Um, those people might not necessarily have known that woman from Adam. All they knew mm. is that she was a prostitute or she was living in sin or whatever. And they were going to use that to stone her. So mm-hmm. this is why I say that if you don't know somebody on a personal level enough to make a judgment call about what that person is going through, then you have to be a lot more careful about how you hold other Christians accountable. With stoning, is stoning equivalent to judging? 
Well, in order to to stone her, they had to make a judgment that either she was, either she was um, a sinner or she wasn't. So, from that perspective, yeah, I think it's fair to say that it is somewhat equivalent to making a judgment on someone. And that probably leads me onto a question: Is saying whether somebody is a sinner or not is that classified as judgment or condemnation? Ema, feel free to jump in. <laughs> Um, so my two, my two pence, uh, to give a bit of context to my answer, my two pence would be this. I think that, um, come closer to the mic, bro. Sorry. Um, when we look at, um, judgment, I look at it from three ways. So I see, um, objective judgment, which essentially is kind of like that the thing that is being done is wrong. Then like subjective judgment which is kind of like using my opinions and my my filters and my lens to to view a thing so if let's say for example i'm in london i see a group of young boys with you know night tech fleece black all blacked out and everything and i automatically start to think in my mind that because of the area that i'm in and because of what they're wearing that they're probably going to try and move to me. They're probably going to try and rob me. So there's a subjective um, judgment to it. And then there's condemnation, which is um, in the context of the scripture to write off, to write someone and sub- basically submit them over to the, you know, the final judgment, which is hell. So saying that kind of someone is beyond the work of Jesus Christ in their life. So with that being said, with when it comes to people using like Matthew chapter seven, the context of the scripture, like that Jesus is talking about, don't judge and you know, or you will be judged, and to like the same measure that you you judge somebody, uh, you will be judged as well. But Jesus is kind of looking at the hypocrisy here because he also talks about you know, you're looking at the speck in somebody else's eyes, but you're not looking at the speck in your own eyes. So this kind of judgment is like hypocritical. So like I said, maybe this one out of the, maybe the definitions I've used is more subjective. You're using your lens in your eyes. You feel like you're really good, like you're on, on par with God. And then you look at someone else and you've kind of gone, well, this person is so-and-so. I knew this person, you know, I knew that girl. I know her. She's, she, she likes guys. She likes to sleep around when you actually don't. You're just, you know, you're just because of your filter and your lens you're using it. And as believers, as human beings, we do that. So we can't run away from that. So in regards to your question, your question, hmm. say it one more time so I answer it properly. I don't remember the, the initial question, but what I, I do you want to ask about you, condemnation versus judgment. What is judgment? So, so judgment for me as a judgment for me as a believer like I said, it looks like those three things, but the right judgment is, in my opinion, is not subjective and it's not condemnation because the Bible says any believer of Christ is not under, for there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So you're not under condemnation and you're not, uh, you shouldn't be subject to subjective judgment where I cast my views, my opinions of this person. I have to be objective. So even if you're doing something wrong, what you're doing is wrong. And that is about it. I shouldn't be now saying, oh, you know, this is the problem with you. 
you're this, you're that, you're ugly, you're you're stubborn, you're blah, 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 blah. And no. it's that when it is that when it moves from judgment to condemnation. More or less, because I'm now I'm now using all the things that I have against you per se, or my yeah my personal dis- dispositions or filters. I'm now using them to to put a case on you to say why you are not good and to say why you are beyond the work of Christ in your life. Like the responsibility of every believer, when we see like Paul saying in First Corinthians uh, five and six. Um, he's describing that we should call out rubbish. Like if, especially, um, but the difference or the key is, I think what Ora said was very key. I think it makes a hundred percent more sense if you know the person and you have a relationship with them and you have fellowship with them, therefore you are more or less accountable, you know, in, in, in local church context, for example, so, or in a friendship circle. So if I see someone I know doing wrong, I have the responsibility to pull you up and say, that thing that you did was wrong. Not go, that thing that you did was wrong. And this is the problem with you. You have X, Y, Z. That's the issue when we do X, Y, and Z. Because now what we're doing is we're presenting a case against them. And that's the responsibility of the devil. Is The, the Bible describes that the, de- the devil is the accuser of the brethren. My responsibility as your brother and sister in Christ is not to be the accuser, but to tell you that, to pull you up on the things that you have done wrong. Simple as. I think, that's, I think that's interesting. Very, very interesting. I think it is knowing the difference between judgment and condemnation and also knowing when we've stepped out of the judgment zone and into condemnation mm. zone. I think if we are mature in a faith and we can stop at judgment, I think a lot of Christians will probably be happy and more comfortable. But I think the issue probably comes down to when we make a judgment, we step out of that zone and we step into condemning the person mm-hmm. for the sin that they've done. Yeah. Or we we speak down on the person mm. because of their attitude or we speak down on the person because of their wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to call out the behaviour mm-hmm. as in, oh, that, uh, that thing you just said was rude or that behaviour or that action you just carried out mm-hmm. wasn't right, to then go and say, well, this is why you do this, because you're this, because you're that. This is why you've done this sort of action, because you're this kind of person. I think that probably happens a lot of the time. And I think some Christians probably con- confuse that with judgment, which is why a lot of people say, oh, don't judge me, don't judge me. Whereas mm-hmm. what's really what we really should be saying is don't condemn me for the wrong that I've done. Don't condemn me for the sin that I've done. Yeah. You- call it the behavior you can call it the action mm-hmm. but don't condemn me as an individual or condemn my faith because of the action and i think just understanding the two differences is definitely important I've, going back to what Ora said i've got a question going back to what Ora said and email what you briefly just touched upon just now mm-hmm. when it comes down to the relationships we have with each other being important with judging are we saying are we saying if we don't have a, re- a good relationship with certain individuals, we shouldn't judge? Um, <laughs> go go through because it was already that made the. I did make that point, point so. and I do kind of feel like yeah, I've, this is a bit of a sticky one now. <laughs> um, I've, got, I've got an answer, I've got an answer for it, but you, you yeah, please, it. maybe you you might need to help me here because I'm even thinking like because in theory I want to say yeah that is what I'm saying, but then I also know that that's not really biblical. So that's why I'm 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 in an R in about what what I say next. I do think that um ask me the question again, sorry Gabs. <laughs> Obviously I, I do agree 
if we're looking at it in like plain terms, I do agree. If you've got a good relationship with somebody, it's easier for you to judge that individual. It's easier for you to G-check them, put them up on their behaviour. If you don't have a, a, a good relationship with that individual, what does judgment look like? I think, okay, fine. I think you'd have to just be a bit more careful about how you word what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So I think, for example, um, if is somebody who is like a social media Christian, and by social media I mean from the way they carry themselves and conduct themselves online, they call themselves a Christian and, you know, they might share scriptures or whatever, and then they then post something that is off-brand. I think if it's a public figure, then I think it would be fair for somebody who follows them to be like, hold them accountable. It's the same way we do to celebrities and stuff when we feel like they don't, what, let me not say we because I don't do this, but when some people feel like they're not speaking, they haven't been speaking out on... Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> Literally, exactly. <laughs> you might know exactly where I'm going with this. Like, you know, when the whole, um with the whole NSAR stuff, obviously, like, Beyonce, for example, she didn't speak out quick enough. And I think some people were like, this is not cool. Like, you can't come mm. to Africa, Nigeria, when you want to promote your music videos and when you want to do an Afrobeats album. But then when it's time to speak up on injustice, you're not saying anything. So mm-hmm. I do think, like, if you are a public figure, because of the society that we live in now and the way that society has become now, I think it's reasonable to expect other people to call you out or judge, quote, unquote, quote and unquote, if you've done something that is off-brand. Mm-hmm. However, at the same time, I do feel like we have to understand that these people are not necessarily our gods and so therefore it's I don't know it's such a it's such a hard balance to strike no I, I get what you're saying I think that's probably one of the hardest challenges that um Christians have or some Christians have because it's like well I'm a Christian but I may not have a relationship with this person and what I said earlier was I think it makes a hundred more hundred percent more sense hundred percent more sense for someone who's close to you or within close proximity to pull you up on a thing. However, that does not mean that it, it um, believers who may not go to your church, who may not be in your friendship circle and stuff like that, um, have a, shouldn't, you know, as use their responsibility as a believer to also maybe, you know, pick you up on something, maybe something you said. The issue is this, and what we find in the social media world is the the problem that happens, and I, I, I don't want to make up, um figures and stuff like that but i see it a lot where you get a random christian you know from i don't know zimbabwe to say ah hello i saw you in your hoodie and your hoodie you know your your hoodie has uh wings on the back that you know that hoodie is demonic that's demonic don't you know that so and so and they'll pull out you know some script some random scriptures and say you know x y and z and it's kind of like no my hoodie's not you know whatever but I, I mean, I wouldn't have taken it bad if you didn't take such an approach. Like, cause one, I don't even know you like that. Exactly. And there's some, and I, and I've encountered it myself. Like you get the most random people who come to you. Like I've even like, even pre like after preaching, I remember, you know, I preached one time and one old man was like, you know, you know, the, the, you're not wearing a suit to preach. What does that mean? No, we don't do that as Christians. Wow. Da, 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 da. It's so kind of like, you're not wearing a suit. Yeah, and you know, I was bruh, I was wearing a shirt and jeans, like smart jeans. The guy said, No, no, like, no, uh, 
ripped jeans like I normally do. This one was, you know, proper good jeans, like, and a shirt, and a nice shirt. And he was like, yeah, you know, we don't do that, you know, suits. You know, when we come to the house of God, we wear uh, shirt, suit, and tie, da 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 And the way he approached, like, bro, man, don't even know you. And the way he came across and tried to try to swindle in some next scriptures to justify what he was saying, it kind of, for me, like, I've been in the church, you know, game for long, long, not game, but I've been in church ministry for long. I've, you know, I've been in it all my life. So I, I, I didn't, I didn't feel any sort of way. I was just like, okay, um, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that, that I'm different. Uh, I know how to kind of maneuver myself amongst Christians because I've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. But for those who don't, it's different. I, another example for, um, is, um, What's her name? She used to, um, well, she still does acting and she's married to a pastor in America. Um, short hair. Um, not Lauren, not know. what's her name? You guys know her. I don't know who you're talking about. That's what uh, you, you do know her. Like, all the man names that like her. She's not Lauren London. What's her name? Not Amber. Oh, Megan Good. Megan Good, the hair. I told you you knew her. So... <laughs> When she first got married to her man, like um, her, uh, um, I forgot her, her Devon, husband, Pastor Devon, Franklin. yeah, Pastor Devon Franklin. Um, I remember like the first year or so, she was like, she was going to like um, red carpet events and stuff like that. And, you know, her cleavage her was showing and stuff out, like yeah. that. Right, right, right. So then she went on um, um, Torrey Roberts and his wife, I forgot, uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Well, at the time it was Tory Roberts Church, but they were doing like an interview, um, and it, like in a church for an event, and then someone in the while they were doing the interview, if I remember correctly, if I'm wrong, like pull, pull me up on it, but I remember while the interview was going on, yeah, okay, cool. They asked people in the crowd to say stuff. So yeah. then they gave this woman a microphone and she was now like, it's not, she was kind of like, it's not a question, but you know, the way you dress, da, 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 it's not godly. Blah, 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 blah. And she was just going off at, and the thing is that she wasn't necessarily like shouting or being like rough per se, but it was kind of like condescending, patronizing, bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, Devon, you know, picked up the phone. He was like, no, no, no. My wife, he, he said something stupid. He was like, my wife will wear whatever she wants. Wear, 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 yeah, I remember that. In Jesus' name or whatever, which is a stupid thing to say. But I get that he was trying to defend his wife. But the thing is there, like, one, you, like, it's random. Like, the context doesn't make sense. They've asked that you ask questions, and now you're coming to try to pull up on a sister. And I get you may not like the way she dresses or feel that it represents um, her beliefs or whatever, but there's a way in which you should do it. And also I feel like as believers, we should be led by the spirit. So not saying that you should keep quiet all the time, but then do you need to say something or can you pray for that person? Or can you like, like have a thought, like what if they're growing in their faith? What if people are mentoring them? What about all of these other stuff? Um, but if you really do feel led, then, you know, say something and ask Holy Spirit to guide you on what to say. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have anything constructive to say and you just want to lord your Christianness over somebody else, you know, then then do it. That's why me, like, I see a lot of staff 
on you know social media and stuff like that but i don't feel the need or the necessity to say stuff i just feel like sometimes as christians we can be a bit performative we want to sound deep we want to look deep in correcting people and so we'll be the first to you know retweet and do a thread and do a think piece about x y and z does it really this thing bro you know does it really make sense did you really need to do that i get it like sometimes you're genuinely passionate about something okay fine that's cool but when you're doing it consistently and you're making it a lifestyle of just pulling people up it's like you make it a lifestyle of pulling people up who pulls you up or Mm. when i see someone pulling you up you get you get you know you're put you're you're pulling a fit like you get all upset and then you try and push it back on the other person no 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 it doesn't run that way if you want to make a ministry of of pulling out people then be prepared for people to pull you out as well Mm. so i just feel like there just needs to be balance and that's why i get what Ori is saying that you know it makes more sense for those who are closer to you your leaders your friends your family those in your church you know circle or whatever and those that know you it makes more sense for them to pull you up however it's not it's not necessarily wrong in it and it doesn't biblically it doesn't say in the bible that it's also wrong for you know another believer to pull you up why because we're one body ultimately and i think that's important man i think the thing you said about doing friends um i think i definitely do see that quite often in a tl where somebody will have an opinion and or somebody will state something and then another person would have a subtweet or they even quote tweet and then write a long thread and then i've spoken about all this sort of stuff before i don't really rock with with that sort of stuff i think if you genuinely do care about like correcting somebody and you want someone's knowledge to change there's other ways of doing it you can do it in the dms and so forth but then on the flip side somebody's probably listening thinking no gabs i want i want their followers to also see it i want my followers to also see the incorrect doctrine and me proving that i'm correcting them i just think there isn't there probably is an element of pride to it a little bit yeah and Um, that's wrong that's wrong that's that's the wrong approach because that's that the bible doesn't instruct that you need to pull them out in such a way that everybody else needs to see if you're pulling them up you're pulling them up because they're the ones that are teaching it fine why does everyone need to see like Mm. it's not about showboating like paul doesn't go oh wow i'm gonna you know what the the church in corinth i'm gonna write to the church in ephesus the church in thessalonica and other places to tell them what i what i told them what i told you off about like he doesn't do that he tells them off in their context so everyone who's there will see but he's not going, I'm going to tell everybody else that I told you off. And this that's why that's why I called it a, a type of performative Christianity, because I see it as wrong. And it's not it's it's not Bible backed. I think it happens a lot on Twitter, um, mm-hmm. more so than in, in real life, apart from that Megan Good example. It happens a lot. And I think it's because on Twitter a lot of people don't like necessarily take into consideration like nuances. And also a lot of the time you know what that person meant. You just want to make them look bad. Like like that clip. Um that girl, she was talking about, I think she's saying something about, I love Jesus, but your lashes, she was talking about getting her eyelashes and nails, and I can't remember what she was saying in the context of the video. Oh, <laughs> Mia Sharice. Yeah, her. <laughs> and people yeah. were like, just ripping her apart. And yeah. it was so obvious what cross. she meant. Is it a nose and a cross one? <laughs> yes, yeah. that's the one. Yes, that's the one. It was genuinely a joke. I thought it was funny. It was. I'm certain to pause. you can continue, but that video is hilarious. It is I'm funny, like, exactly. Because now I always see what? someone, or oh, what about the nails on the cross? And it could be anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything. But you know what? It's unbelievers that generally do it. It's, uh, all the times oh, that yeah. I've seen it happen, it's unbelievers. No, I like, why are you trying to drag? I like, saw some Christians. Christians doing it. 
I did see some Christians do it. I saw one girl, she was like, I love Jesus, but I also love a fresh set. Like, what is she talking about? I saw okay. it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not saying that Christians weren't onto, I'm just seeing, I'm just saying, I feel like the majority of those that are jumping onto um, from that video are that. But yeah, that's a good example as well. She, she wasn't trying to judge them. But obviously, social media age, people like to take things out of context and they'll use a five, 10 second clip and then form a judgment about what she was trying to say when that, that that's not what she was trying to say. Someone that does her nails as well. Someone that exactly. does makeup. Someone that does, you know, fancy dress. Ha, Omar, in this life, you have to use sense. That's true. That's true. So we are saying that even if you don't have a great relationship with somebody, like on Twitter, for example, you can still judge. Yeah, but maybe do it like personally yeah. in the DMs in a nice and polite way. Mm-hmm. And judge in the context of correct. because And that's another word that irritates me as well. Um, but the, but that's just for the listeners so they don't get confused. This judging is is correcting, objective correcting when you when you are saying this is this is the issue that and it's unbiblical and as a as a brother and sister in Christ, you know this is not the kind of behavior we should be indulging in. Fine. Um, other people will say I'm correcting you. I'm correcting you. I think like the the, the issue is like especially on social media, like you don't like rem- remember that time, yeah. Um, I tweeted something about, imagine, it wasn't even about the Bible. It was about Kirk Franklin and Fred Hammond. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember they came for you. Someone came for you, bro. And all these young kids, yeah, 18, 17 or 18 Twitter, yeah, they came at me saying, oh, but that's, why are you judging people? They, what if they only started listening to gospel music? I said, what my tweet was nothing about judging people. My my my, tw- my tweet was pretty simple. Like it was pretty simple. Then someone came out of the woodworks and say, "Why can't you just take correction?" I'm like what? <laughs> what <laughs> did you re- did you not read my tweet? What it has nothing to do with the Bible. It all it all it has to do with it is with people who started listening to someone late. Like that's all it is. Like what correction are you talking about? So. I responded once or twice and then I'm like, right, like one, this person doesn't know me and they've taken my thing out of context and they're now talking about correction. What do you do? Do you respond? No, you don't respond. That's what maturity says. Cause I'm not going to do a back and forth with a 17, 18 year old girl. And you know, the maddest thing she got saved. The, the girl that was telling me that she's correcting me. She only got saved like a few months. She got saved this year. So I'm like, what correction are you talking about sister? And I'm not saying that I'm above correction, guys. So don't get me wrong. But I'm saying, where did you get this? I need to correct you on something that is not even, it had nothing to do with the scriptures. It was not, it didn't have to do, it wasn't cheeky or or it wasn't drawing somebody out. Like it was just a, a plain statement. So for me, I just said, why am I responding to her? In fact, let me mute this person. I muted the person. That's that's just what it takes with mature, like Christian, as you grow in the faith. Like, and just because someone comes to correct you doesn't mean that you have to receive it. You as a believer can go to your friends, you can go to your accountability and go, you know what, I did this or I said this, and someone pulled me up on it. Um, are they right? Are they wrong? You always have as a as a believer, as a mature believer, you have that responsibility. Like, you know, I have friends that will come to me and say, Oh, someone pulled me up on this. Are they right? Are they are they wrong? 
And they'd be like, oh, yeah, you know what, bro? They are actually right. Or you know what, sis? They are actually right. Or no, what's this person? To, don't even mm. listen. Don't even pay attention to that person. So just because someone corrects you, and I, I, more so for those that don't know you, yeah? For those that do know you, it's different because they have a, a better understanding mm. of you. But for someone who doesn't know you and then coming to say, oh, I think, you know, or I had a dream and the Lord said X, Y, and Z, bruh, <laughs> you had a dream. That's good. That's very good. I'm parking yeah. that on the shelf because one, I don't know you. So I'm not going to receive your words straight away. And, and I think and- it's very important as well that if we are going to correct, we're correcting them according to scripture, yeah. right? based on our own opinions yeah but people do it with people use scripture and and their their mind is all off or their doctrine is all off or some people are just you just have some christian weirdos and that's just the honest truth if you're correcting somebody based on what the bible says yeah you you can't really argue against that well if someone uh, so if someone if someone came to you and says women are not allowed to open their mouths in church what would you say (laughs) and they use the bible no, okay. I'm saying your behavior. I'm talking about if you're judging somebody's behavior. For example, if I don't know, if you're having uh, look, last episode we spoke about sex. If you're having sex outside of marriage, not yeah. you either. If you're having sex outside of marriage, mm-hmm. I can correct you on that behavior because yeah. the script says X, Y, and Z. Yeah. However, if you're if you if you had a drink of alcohol, I can't come and say to you, Oh, don't drink alcohol. Oh, I mean that's wrong. What you're doing with that behavior is wrong. Yeah. Because not ba- that's not backed on or some might debate actually but that's not backed by scripture that's me using scripture and throwing my opinion out there right 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 yeah okay if, if we can correct people based on the behavior that christ is telling us to adopt or based on the standards that scripture has given us then yeah but if you're manipulating the scripture yeah then then that's wrong but if somebody's telling you i had a dream that you was blah 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 yeah then then tell them to to speak to your mentor first before they come to you yeah trust me yeah. but before we close, uh, we just ran up. But before we do, there's just a couple of scriptures that I just want to throw out there. And then both of you can kind of give me like one-liners on what you thought or what you think, rather. Mm-hmm. The first one is Romans 2.1. Uh, you, therefore, have no excuse. You who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself because you who pass judgment do the same things. Which is true. <laughs> yeah which is condemnation. If you pass judgment, if you part in that context, if you're passing a sentence to say, this person is written off, that the, the, the workings of the Holy Spirit in that person is not, is not strong enough or is not powerful enough to change that person. And you've written them off. Then yeah, you absolutely, you're, you absolutely fit in that category. And that, that scripture is absolutely right. Anything to add? All right. Again, it's all about delivery. If you're like, yo, let's be better. I know I've done it myself but we shouldn't really be doing this. Let's be better. And the delivery is coming from a place of love and kindness and recognising also where you are also flawed, then yes, I think that's correct. Cool. Next one, Proverbs 21.2, and it says, a person may think their own ways are right, but the Lord weighs the heart. Give me a sentence on what that means to both of you. Just got to be humble and know that even in your correcting someone, you can also be wrong or you can also be coming from a place of self-righteousness and not a place of love yeah i agree check yourself check your heart like i said earlier ask holy spirit um even what 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 you want to say to the person and you yourself because you may be struggling with the same thing or having issues with the same thing but you feel like you know because you know a bit more you can go and 
do an argy budget go and do argy budget with someone else no check your heart mm. next one uh, Romans 14 13 therefore let us stop passing judgment on one another instead make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister and I'll read another actually because it's kind of similar the next one is why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? That's Matthew 7, 3, by the way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. We're, 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 we're all in this by grace. Um, and it's not to say that, you know, we shouldn't be correcting others, but be also remember that, you know, you also have things that God is working on you on and you are not... Um, no matter what position you have, no matter how long you've been in the faith for, that does not mean that you are above uh, being corrected. Amen to that. And Amen. Final scripture, just to close it all. Um, I'd say you have a few, but um, I'd say Matthew 18, 15 to 17. If your brother sins against you, go show him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained a brother back. But if he doesn't listen, Take one or two more with you, um, that at the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the assembly. If he refuses to hear the assembly also, let him be to you as a Gentile, uh, as a Gentile or tax collector. So this is Jesus here kind of giving context to how, you know, one should address um, issues and faults between, you know, brothers and sisters and, and the right way to do it. Kind of uh, a step-by-step approach on how to do it. So. If you do, then yes. But then in the context, especially, but I'll just, you know, um, not add to it, but for context re- for context sake, if this is someone that you don't know, maybe they're hollering at you online or whatever, then like I said, this is for you to take what that person has said and take it to people that you know and trust and you respect their spiritual view um, and their, their, their spiritual counsel Ask them, you know, about it. Um, if they say, yeah, receive what that person has said, fan- fantastic. If, the, if they're saying no, what that person is saying is off, we don't agree with it, then just go back to the person and say, thank you. I don't agree what you've said, uh, but thank you. God bless you and be on your way in Jesus' name. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Really do appreciate it. Um, it's definitely an interesting conversation. Definitely a lot of learns in there. A lot of scriptures in there as well um, that you can definitely take. I think, lastly, for me, understanding the difference between judgment and condemnation is definitely a big one and something to take away. Uh, Right, guys, thank you again. Appreciate it. See you on the next one.